Hey guys, it's Bitches Don't Brunch. I'm Liz. And I'm Montana. L-M-J. What? Uh, <laughs> I'm just starting it off with energy, y'all. We have a lot more energy than we did last week. Last week was rough. I was just feeling yeah. so fucking tired, moody, you know. You weren't the only one. Yeah. And the fact that we actually started the podcast, it was past nine. I know. Because we did tea time before. And tea time today was pretty juicy. Tea time today was <laughs> five out of five on the not safe for mom scale. Not at all. Don't look, mom. Don't don't do it. You know I'm on Patreon anyway, so. My mom is. <laughs> no. Uh, not safe for moms. It was a lot of embarrassing questions. That was the title, right? Uh-huh. Like embarrassing questions to ask your friends. And then I slept in one of my own. Yep. It was about cum. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say it, but yeah, I guess if you want to hear what it was, you have to get on Patreon. Yep. <laughs> God, I feel so dirty sometimes. Definitely not a prude. Um, that page, that Patreon, yeah, that tea time was a little dirty. <laughs> you are not approved on this tea time. Definitely not. No, I have a new title. Say it. I'm the Wicked Witch of Westerville, <laughs> bitches. That's right. That's my new name. I like it because, like, I have never before had someone be like intimidated by me. And like, G says, like, he's like, he's like, I'm afraid of what you could do. Like, with, like, my witchy things and stuff. And now this. I'm like, I'm loving this energy. I love that nickname. That's why I had to tell you that. I'm obsessed. Like, don't come at me. <laughs> we can witch Westerville. Fuck off. <laughs> I'll kill you. <laughs> oh, my God. They're going to be like, she's crazy. I am, but only a little bit. I know. Hey, you can say who gave you that name. Bartender. You gave him a shout out because you love that name. Ooh, yeah. That was, that's a long pause. Mm, you get a shout out, but you also get kind of a shout down because you don't like T-Swift. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you even bring that up when she just got her heart broken? Okay. I just have to slip this in here. Okay. <laughs> so my sister and I are avid T-Swift fans. <laughs> laughing i don't care this is juicy this is juicy information so to swifties listen it's okay. juicy no matter what take so, over take over blake lively ryan reynolds joe alwyn and taylor swift used to all hang out and like have dinner together and ryan reynolds wrote like like he was interviewed by this article and he just like could not say enough good things about joe alwyn literally after a dinner with blake lively ryan reynolds and Taylor Swift the other night, Ryan unfollowed Joe Alwyn on everything. Tell me why. Tell me why. Joe Alwyn cheated on my girl. Joe, you will see my wrath. If you hurt my baby, I will kill you. That's my babe. Listen, I'm gonna, I'm going to become famous, and Taylor Swift and I are going to become best friends. I was talking about this to the guy I was dating. I was like, I feel like Taylor Swift and I are the kind of friends where we would like eat ice cream and like cry about guys and like look at our writing. You could and write like, her songs. I, 
literally. I just had that thought the other oh, day. Okay. And I was like, we could like do this together. And I was like, and we could like do that kind of stuff. And then I was like, and Lana Del Rey and I would have like deep talks and talk about like witchcraft and like astrology. And like we probably do like spells and shit together and like go dress up in like fancy shit and post billboards all over LA of our exes. Like I would have two cra- listen, they are meant to be my friends. But anyway, Joe, I'm coming for you if you hurt my girl. So what you think Taylor Swift told them what really happened? Yeah. Why wouldn't she have done that before? Well, okay. So here's the the timeline of it all is that supposedly what had happened, this is what what we all think is happening, is Joe and Taylor decided to take a break while she was doing the Midnight's tour. But then supposedly Joe leaked that they broke up and that he was not going to get back together with her. The tea is hot. Hmm. That's all I'm going to say. And people, like, didn't really take it too seriously because Joe and Taylor have had, like, rough patches before. I mean, listen to Midnight's. They, like, reference it. Evermore folklore is all about, like, a third woman. It's a whole thing. We talked about it. But... A third woman? You mean a third party? Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Wait. I got you. Yes. Anyway. Another woman. I find that very interesting. But anyway. I'm not going to talk about Taylor Swift anymore. Just to say, um, bartender... (laughs) Thank you for my new name, and I hope to continue to terrify and terrorize you with my witchiness and my wickedness. Yeah, I don't want to be on that bad side. I know, which is so funny because, like, I cried one day because, like, I accidentally killed a spider. I, like, actually cried. Oh, you just gave me the willies. I know, but, like, that's the kind of person I am. But at the same time, like, I'm also the person lately that I'm, like, I will fuck you up if you mess with my friends, so. Yeah, I think he's got that energy from you. Good. You don't want to know how many bags I have in my freezer right now with names inside them. Really? Yeah, freezer spells. hmm <laughs> Many names. Many, many names. My freezer's getting run over. I'm, like, listen... I know, because my mom asked the other day, she's like, are you, like, pagan or are you, like, Wiccan? And I was like, I'm pagan, because Wiccans are all, like, love and light. And, like, your bitch is not there. <laughs> yeah, I would be scared. Yeah, good. I love my name, though, so you get a shout-out for that. Where were you at when he put nine chili cheese dogs in my car? Probably working and wondering why we aren't doing the podcast full-time. <laughs> <laughs> Every day I ask myself this question. I asked, when is going to be the episode that takes us to the charts? But, you know. I know, and my friends, like, messaged me. They're like, what are you doing? I'm doing this, 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 this for the podcast. And they're like, oh, I didn't know. It was, like, so time-consuming. I'm like, yeah. I know. Every day I look for a news article, and, like, I try and find funny things to post, and then I do post, and it's like, it's a lot. It is a lot. Mm-hmm. It's like we don't just hit a button, record, and then that's it. No, and you edit really well, too. Edits a lot of stuff out. Wouldn't it be great? It's going to be so... I'm going to change it to... It's going to be. It's going to be so great when we can, like, afford someone to just, like, edit our podcast. I know. And we can just be creative. Yeah. That's going to be so great. And then have more free time to do whatever we want. Oh, my God. Free time. What's that? Who's that? Free time? Free time? What is that? Free time is sexy. I know. I feel like my friend was like, oh, did you go to sleep early? And I was like, no. There's too much to do. And then I was talking to, I made friends with a 22-year-old the other day. We became besties. It was great. But anyways, like, 
we were talking about like being alone and enjoying yourself. And I was like, oh yeah, you know, like when I go home and I'm alone, like I like to take like pictures and fairy stuff and I'm writing a novel and I have a podcast and I meditate and I have a spiritual practice. And she's like, oh my God. And I was like, I really do have a lot going on right now. It all adds up. And then there are days where I want to go to bed early because I'm so tired. Yeah. And then I can't. You can't because you have stuff to do. All we're saying is make us famous. <laughs> yeah, she says every podcast. I'm manifesting that shit. So, do you have any Rex? Yes. Oh my gosh. Okay, I have to look up the name because I'm I don't remember the exact name of it, but oh my god, I bawled like through this movie. I was crying. It was so fucking good. The yep. movie. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. I found it. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Oh, it's so good. Okay. So it's called The Last Letter from Your Lover. So basically it says in the mid 1960s. (laughs) (laughs) I have a list now, apparently. Emily. (laughs) Not the first time. It's fine. It's fine. Anyways, I'm going to try that again. (laughs) In the mid-1960s, wealthy socialite Jennifer Sterling suffers from memory loss after a car crash. Unable to remember much of her life before or connect with her husband, Lawrence, who's blamed by Joe Alwyn, by the way. Interesting. Jennifer is intrigued by a letter she finds between... He's an actor? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. You know that? No. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. So... Um, Jennifer is intrigued by a letter she finds between Jay and Boot. She decides to try and remember what happened to her by following clues from the letter. In modern day London, Ellie Hayworth, who recently broke up with her long-term boyfriend, has to write an article about the recently deceased editor of her paper. Getting past the formal archivist, Rory, to access the editor's archive, she finds a misfiled love letter to someone identified as Jay from Boot. Moved by the passionate feelings between the mysterious couple, Ellie becomes determined to learn their identities and how their love story ended. So good. Because, like, you have, like, the girl in the 1960s, like, like, who is, like, who is Boot? And, like, why, why is this letter to me? Why does it sound like the vow and then the lake house mixed into one? Listen, it's (laughs) so beautiful. And then it goes, like, it goes back to the 1960s and it'll be, like, three months earlier or whatever. And it shows, like, how they met. And she, like, meets this journalist. And she's like, I hear you're going to write, like, a, a marvelous. And, like, Roy, the archivist, he's so cute. He's, like, so adorable. He's just, like, so by the book. He's like, oh, you, you can't have food in here. And, like, he's like, you can't have gum in here. And he's just like, oh, well, you need to, like, send a formal request. Like, he's so nerdy. And Ellie's, like, kind of, like, this, like, bad bitch who's, like, kind of cynical. And, like, Roy is just, like, sweet. Like, like you can just see he, like, really likes her. But he's, like, really sweet and nerdy. Like, doesn't know how to, like, handle Ellie. But anyways, like, just, like, the timeline and, the, like, the modern romance. And then the timeline of this, like, po- like, like pre. Like, it's just, ah, it's, it's so good following both of their romances and seeing, like, what happens and how it unfolds. And, like why isn't she with him? And like, do they end up together in the, in the modern day? And like, it's just like really cool how it all kind of like comes together. I listen, I bawled like a baby. It was so beautiful and so romantic. And I just cried. It was so good. I couldn't stop crying. I was like, I'm obsessed with this movie. I'm crying. I'm obsessed with this movie. My boyfriend was like laughing. He was like, you really like it. I was like, it's so beautiful. It's so beautiful. And it's on Netflix. Yep. 
I recommend it. There was sex in it too. Like, oh, there was some, hmm. But for me, it's all about the romance. And letters. What's it rated? I probably like PG-13. They don't show like too much. Just like oh. innuendo, which I kind of find really hot, honestly. But just like the affair and then like falling in love with someone you're not supposed to. And then it's just watching the story unfold and you're like, do they end up together? So do you find out if they do? Yes. Okay. You do find out. You find out. It's just the culmination of it all is fantastic. Oh, and okay. I have another movie also to recommend that I don't think I recommended before. What? But I should have recommended before. Uh, The Grand Budapest Hotel. Heard of it. It's so good. It's very interesting because they go from modern day to like the 60s to like the 30s and it's all filmed in a different way and it's all about this hotel and like the the owner of the hotel is like telling someone else like the whole story of the hotel. That movie was good. It's honestly probably at least in my top 10 now. Wonderful story. Hilarious dialogue. Fantastic acting. Was that on Netflix too? Oh, I can't remember where we watched that. I'd have to look it up. The Grand Budapest Hotel. I mean, I like his movies anyway. Who did it? It's a, oh, it's on HBO. Oh, I have HBO. Wes Anderson. He's done a few good movies. Royal Tenenbaums. Nope. Phantom Thread. Nope. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that Wes Anderson was Phantom Thread. Oh, he definitely did Licorice Pizza. Nope. Oh my god, that one's a good one too. Did the Grand Oh uh, Fantastic Mr. Fox? Nope. No, no, the Phantom Thread wasn't him. Who was Phantom Thread then? That movie's fucking depressing. I would not recommend that movie. That movie's fucking crazy. Can't remember who did. Oh, Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah, that one, Grand Budapest Hotel was fantastic. But the one that really made me cry was obviously the last letter from your lover. That, that sounds like a very depressing title. If you think about it. The last letter from your lover. I know. I wrote, like, a whole, like, I, I got, like, so inspired, and I ended up, like, writing, like, so many poems about it, because I just was, like, all of my feels. And, like, my boyfriend read it, and he was, like, that was kind of sad. And I was, like, yeah, that's what I write. I write sad stuff. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. That's where I'm at. Do you have any recs? Um, so, the movie I went to see was Renfield. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. The vampire. Nicholas Cage is the vampire. And then the guy in it is the guy from Warm Bodies that looks like your ex-husband. Oh, really? Yeah, I love he him. He looks exactly like my ex-husband. I know, but I love him. He's adorable. Not to be weird. That's fine. Tony is cute. He is cute. So do you know what we're talking about then? The Warm Bodies guy? No, Renfield. Mm, I, I think I remember hearing about it, but I haven't seen like a preview or anything. So Nicolas Cage, who is fucking crazy, but I love Nicolas Cage mm-hmm. because he's crazy. He's he plays a vampire, so the guy that... I can't think of his name. Let me know if you look up his name. The vampire? Yeah. Um, Nicholas Holt. The yes, guy. Nicholas Holt. Renfield. So Nicholas Holt is his assistant, basically, and has to, like, kill these people to feed Dracula. And Aquafina's in it. I love Aquafina. So, yeah, it was very gory and violence. And people were, like, cheering in the theater of all, like, the gory parts. Because you'd, like, rip guys' arms off and, like, beat them with it. It was wonderful. And if you like Nicolas Cage, I highly recommend that movie. Is it supposed to be scary? No. Okay. No. It's just, like, a fun, goofy movie. It's what you you expect it to be by watching the trailer. It's, like, a horror movie. Like, a a comedy horror? Yeah. I don't... But I wouldn't consider it horror, though. I don't Mm. know. It's... 
what you would expect it to be. It says horror slash comedy. Macabre, eerie, and wry. Does it give you a description? Renfield, the tortured aide to his narcissistic boss, Dracula, is forced to procure his master's prey and do his every bidding. However, after centuries of servitude, he's ready to see if there's a life outside the shadow of the Prince of Darkness. That reminds me a little bit of uh, what we do in the shadows. It's like that. It's I fucking love what we do in the shadows. I think then I think you would like Renfield. Oh my god, Guillermo. So it was very entertaining. I'd watch it. That's it was fun. You. It was a fun movie. Okay, cool. Put that on the list. I'm gonna write this in our <clears throat> recommendations so I don't forget and have to listen to the podcast. <laughs> Yeah. I did that last week. I was like, we like really didn't recommend that much last week. I know you're like Montana recommends Princess Bride. I'm like, did yeah. I? No, you didn't recommend anything. I know. I was like, I don't remember recommending. But we talked about Princess Bride and you said how much you liked it. So I will I always like, recommend yeah. Princess Bride because it's a fantastic movie. It's so fantastic. I just it's, didn't want to like say the like the best cheesiest romance movie of yeah. all time. I love the Princess Ugh, Bride. I love it too. So, yeah. So, I was just like, eh, fuck it. I'll just say Montana recommend. I'm losing my mind because I was like, hey, what are we talking about this week? You said online dating is dead. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, we talked about that. Like, in my mind, I'm like, we had this conversation, but I don't remember having this conversation. <laughs> like, this is new. Like, it literally, like, whatever. Yeah. And you're like, no, it's what I'm asking you. <laughs> yeah. I was this like, is where uh... my mind is at. Like, I don't remember anything we talked about, apparently. Uh, we're just tired. You know why? Because we're working a bunch. Wait, listen, I just had to think about, oh, that's okay. I had to remember what movies I recommended that, and I just talked about them, so I'm right there with you. So I recommend that. Love I that. don't know if I'll see a movie this week because I don't know what's out. I don't either. I don't even know anymore. I'm trying to think of what trailers there were, but I don't even remember that. You know the like that um, clip that keeps going around with like Nicolas Cage and that guy. Yeah, I love it so much. What is that from? The the massive talent movie that he was in. That movie's good. I recommend that movie. Was that the Nicolas Cage? It's like the unbearable massive weight of some something talent. I don't know. Yeah, it's where he makes fun of himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You talked about that before. Okay, okay. I just love it. I just love that. Like. Like, when they're dying, yeah. he's just like, yeah, yeah because, like, he, that's great. because he's in love with Nicolas Cage. Oh, he is? He's, like, in love with him. It's his favorite oh. actor, and he's, like, writing this movie for him. Oh, He's, like, oh. obsessed with Nicolas Cage. Oh. Yeah. I just love it. They had one about, um... Their chemistry is, like, amazing in that movie. Just that, like, clip just, like, makes me laugh every single yeah. time. And just, like, what people, like, put in there. Watch like, the movie. So I will, I will. That, it does movie. sound really funny. Yes, it's hilarious. Like, people, because in the movie, it's, like, his line is, like, I'm fucking Nicolas Cage. So every time he would, like, say that, everyone's, like, clapping in the theater. <laughs> so, you haven't seen it, like, I'm fucking Nicolas Cage. No. Yeah. All right, well, we'll put that on the list. Everyone's too. like, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. All right, well. <laughs> that's fucking funny. fantastic. It looks just the clip that I saw that made me want to watch it because it just was so funny. Like, their expressions are just so funny. That's literally <laughs> so the movie. Good. Literally the movie. I love it. Well, He's like I'm starstruck to... by this guy. <laughs> I would feel that way about some people. Probably Taylor Swift, Christian Bale, and Lana Del Rey. Probably the only ones. Not me. I mean, I've known you my whole... It feels like my whole life. Push me aside. 
We'll never be, I'll never be starstruck by you, but I'll always love you and think you're a star. Oh, okay. Touche. Touche. I got you, girl. I got you. Anyway, yeah, I'll have to watch those movies. It's so weird, like, watching movies with that guy, Nicholas Holt, because he looks so much like Tony. I know, but I think he's so attractive. He's so cute. He's really cute. It's just weird, because I watched that Tolkien, or Tolkien movie with him, and I was like, my God, he looks just like Tony. It's so weird. Yeah. I know, but he he wears, like, old-fashioned clothing, because they're, like, yeah old-fashioned and then he changes his look to 2023 and it's funny he cuts his hair and he has like this feminine sweater on he's like tall and thin i'm like oh my god he's liz's type he's pale with like the dark hair in his eyes and i'm like this is liz's type why do you think i ended up with tony i know because (laughs) it's like this like pink and blue it's like colorful sweater and i'm like liz would date someone that wore a sweater like that absolutely 100 he's got his little khakis Yeah. He was adorable. I'm fine with that. I know. I sent, um, did I send you the picture of the dog that was like, this dog would ask for an IPA? No. Oh, okay. Hold on. Let me see if I can find it. Oh my God. The man bun. Yeah. I know. And then I was talking to Laura about it and I was like, literally anyone with a man man bun bun asks for an IPA. I, I, no, I was just like, I, I love, oh. I love man buns. I've seen like, many men with man buns ask for IPAs. Oh, well, yeah, it's a thing. Yeah, because they're all hipsters. She, but Laura was like, I will never in a million years understand why that's such a thing. And she capitalized it for you. But I support you anyway. I said, I'm sick. That's the reason. But I embrace it. Man buns. I am not a fan <laughs> of the man buns. I'm sorry. See, that's the thing, though. I love a man bun, but I don't like when they take their hair down. Don't ask me how that works. I don't know, okay? I don't understand. And the man bun is hot. Trust but if me, you have, like, you super see, long hair. When you hair, see a man... Okay, the guy has a man bun. He lets the man bun out. He's got long-ass hair. And mm-hmm. once you see a man brushing his hair like a woman, I'm out. It's not... Like, I don't like it. It's not attractive to me. You know, I'm flexible. <laughs> I'm flexible. I get your guy with your man bun, your pink and blue sweater, and have some weird, yeah, watch weird the movie. thoughts. Watch, watch the movie. Weird thoughts. Plus, he's a lot. Nicholas Holt's a lot older in this movie. Like he's grown up, but like because he's our age, I can't lust after him. It's, it's weird, right? It's like lusting after my ex husband. He looks, I think, a little <laughs> less like your ex husband in this one. Okay. So it's not as weird. Yeah. Okay, that's that's why it's weird for me weird. to be like, I think he's an attractive man. He is. Objection, like, objectively, he is. Yeah, but I think since we're older, he's older. Like I said, he's our age. And mm. you're just like, man, you grew up. Yeah. <laughs> we need to watch the movie. Okay. We still have to watch Sex Life, too. The other night, I was sitting there. I'm like, okay, I'm about to text Liz and start watching without her. Because I really need to watch this. I know. I thought the same thing. And then I was like, no, I can't watch it without Montana. We'll just have to figure it out. I know. I want to watch it too. I, want, I need to know. They canceled what it because she like threw a hissy fit. She did? Yeah. Why? Um no I forget. Is there a spoiler? No, no, no. Oh, I okay. just forget what she said um about it. I was reading an article on it and she's like, I'm probably gonna be fired for Netflix for saying that. But basically she wasn't a fan of how they did things. Long story short. She wasn't a fan of how they did things. Yeah. How they went with the story. She was mad at what they did with the story? Yeah. That's very weird. 
Yeah, so it makes me wonder what happens in season two. And I haven't read anything uh, of what happens. I haven't either. I've been avoiding spoilers. Same. So she wasn't happy with it. And so I think she let her feelings known, obviously, in this article. And then she's like, yeah, so Netflix will probably won't work with me again. And then they canceled it. So so now we'll never know what happens? Well, I don't know how season two ends. So I don't know. Fuck. If it, if it uh, ends on a cliffhanger, no, we're not going to know. That makes me so mad. See, this is why fan fiction sites are a thing. So we got to watch it and see what happens. Like, get on it and watch it. Yeah. Team Brad. I hate myself for saying Yeah. But I think she also said that he doesn't make much of an appearance. Brad doesn't? Yeah. Like, he's in it a lot less. Fuck that. I hate that. So. Disapprove. Netflix. Disapprove. I can't remember the exact thing that was very specific of what she said of why she didn't like season two, but my take was she didn't like how the season was going, so, or what they did with the storyline. What the fuck? That's so weird. Yeah. But apparently you see some other penises, so hey. See some other penises? Yep. Oh my god, Billy, who, what are you doing? <laughs> I only want Brad, because he's like literally like Dysfunctional? My... Yeah. He's like lit. He's my exact. That's exactly my. Life. So yeah, sex life. We'll watch it one of these days. We really need to, so we can talk about it. Just like watching it again, I was like, "Fuck, I am so into Brad." But like watching it, I'm like, "God, this is no wonder I'm into Brad." No shit. And the Australian accent didn't help. Fuck. Oh my god, the motorcycle. Like, like why? Okay. Should we get into our topic today? Yes, ma'am. So I found it really interesting because I like heard that there's like a trend going on in like 2023 that people are like saying goodbye to dating apps and trying to once again like meet people like old fashioned way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To meet people the old fashioned way. And like, I don't know, like I'm kind of about it. I hate dating apps, so I'm totally about it. The way online dating apps started, it was, like, a good concept, right? Yeah. Like, you could, like... Especially for COVID, I think. Well, yeah. And, and I mean, dating apps have been around forever. Like, I mean, I remember getting on them when I was, what, like, 19? And there was, like, OkCupid, and that was, like, one of the only oh, ones. Oh, God, I remember OkCupid. Yeah, it's still out there. It's I, I was on OkCupid, like, in college. I yeah. met a lot of people on OkCupid. Oh, uh, yes. Same talk about some stories with that same literally like like looking back at myself and like things that I did for guys I'm disgusted (laughs) disgusted like begging for their attention begging for them to hang out with me Eh, gross who is she who was she we don't like her I mean you're young yes very young very stupid also an alcoholic and not yet diagnosed properly and medicated so Regardless, I think the way that dating apps came about, it was a good idea, right? It was like, hey, like, let's yes, like I agree. meet people that you might not meet in your everyday I wouldn't have met my boyfriend, like, now if I hadn't had a dating app. So, like, can they be good? Yeah. But, like, at the same time, when you go to a bar and, like, people are literally at the bar on a fucking dating app, swiping and not swiping, instead of like engaging with people around them it's like what are you doing like there are people in this bar right here that you could talk to and like go up to and have a conversation with I just think dating apps have become this like weird thing it's like a whole it's like a jungle out there now 
it's not what it used to be. Like with people like genuinely interested in making a connection. I feel like, I feel like people are there just for like attention or hookups. It is very shallow. I think online dating is shallow. It's because you're so getting the shallow. opportunity to go next, 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 next. Ooh, hot, next, 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 hot. Yeah. Think about like guys that you've dated that you wouldn't have given a freaking chance if you met them on the dating apps. Like every single one. Literally. <laughs> Same. They guess when you open with that charming personality. Yeah, but like when you meet someone in person, like you can like feel like there's chemistry, maybe, right? Yeah. And you're like, in person, you can feel chemistry or like they like they're at an like, for me, like they're at an open mic night and they like play a song that they wrote and I'm like, okay, I melted into a puddle. I'm done. Or like maybe for you, like you are at the gym or something and you see them like lift something really heavy and they look real good with their tattoos and their hair and you're like, mm, but not a man bun guy. She's not a man bun kind of gal. That's me. But still, like, they smile at you or you strike up a conversation. There's chemistry. There's feelings. Or like, and you know what? Maybe they wouldn't be your type in the real world. Maybe, like, that's not, like, okay, I think back to one of my exes that I met at a restaurant. Oh, my God. Actually, like, literally every single guy that I ever dated through a restaurant. Like, what? Like, Lex and I used to joke that you have, like, restaurant goggles on or, like, beer goggles because you're, like, so in this, like, little knit family. And so, like, in the restaurant, they're a 10, right? Because you're around them all the time. Then you yeah. go out into the real world and you're, like, oh, my God, you're, like, not a 10, you're, like, a 5. But, like, in the restaurant, they're so hot because they're, like, in this family and that, that's who you see every day. Well, I think that's normal for yeah. work people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, like, build this weird connection. Yeah. I mean, I can't say that because I work with all females. But I think it's a common thing at work. Totally. Because you're with that person all the time. You get to know that person through work. You find out information about them. You goof around together. You build some type of relationship. I miss working with guys. Honestly. I miss working with guys too. Not because I want to date them, but I just need testosterone at my workplace. Not I've, a bunch of females on their periods. I've thought about this and I've dated someone from almost every single job that I've worked at. I think there's been like one that I didn't. One job. Yeah, I think I have two, except yeah. for this job, obviously. Well, yeah, same. Well, same. <laughs> no comment. Uh, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> I've never, like, thought about it before, but, yeah, I think I've dated. Yeah. Because you're in that environment with them every day. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, look at us. Like, we work in an all-female environment for the most part. At least you have some males at work. Garrett. I said your name again. Hi, G. Shout out, G. He's like my little brother. That's not. I know, but at least you can have a like male massage therapist. They won't hire male massage therapists at my work. Well, I think, oh, well, I think it's shitty. I yeah, it's hard, and it, I know G struggles sometimes to fill a schedule because he's a guy. I know, and that's why they do it because they won't be able to fill a schedule. Mm-hmm. And I think like A works, but I think that's because of the way that he was. Like I think like some people thought he might have been gay. And like, and the other woman, I think he just, they just like to like flirt with him and be like, oh, stop it, you, you know, that kind of thing. That's kind of like how I feel like you have to be in the massage industry to make it as a guy. It's hard to make it as like a, I'm just gonna say it's hard to make it as a straight male in massage therapy, unless you're like working at a gym or something. Yeah. Well, think about it. You know, a lot of females are like, I'm not comfortable with Uh a guy touching me. And guys are like, I'm not comfortable with a guy touching me. So it is hard for the straight male to be in this industry. And I feel for them because it sucks. Did you ever have a work husband? I've had so many work husbands. Yeah. 
sane. Oh, wait, no, there's a, okay, I'm thinking, there have been a few jobs that I didn't date someone, but, like, you always have, like, a crush, yeah. I feel like. Mm-hmm. There's always, like, someone you're, like, mm, maybe. But, like, I think back, like, there was, okay, I'm thinking of one particular guy. No, wait, hold on. I'll say this. The guy I lost my virginity to. Okay. Jim. Hi, Jim. <laughs> hey, you took my virginity in case you didn't know and you're listening to this. I never told you. Uh, which podcast episode is that? I have no idea. I'll I'll go back and look. Should I look right now? Yeah. Okay. I feel like we should start shouting out old episodes and this episode number, blah, blah, blah. You want to go listen to it. so true. Okay. It's so funny. We've done 28. Season one, episode six. Let's so Jen, if you, maybe. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's the episode title. Girl talk. And that was uh, episode six. Yeah. We talk, we talk about Listen who we also originated to. <laughs> Listen, I worked at this restaurant. I'm just going to tell it all again. I worked at this place called Fiddler's Green. I kid you not. There were so many cute guys. The most popular guy at school worked there. So hot. Like everyone wanted a piece of him. Who did I gravitate to? I was going to say, would that even be your type? Right. Who the fuck do you think I gravitated to? The weird one. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Like, a little, like, awkward and, like, funny and, like, cute, but not, like, super hot. And I was just, like, him. And everyone was, like, him. And I was, like, him. That one. That's who I want. Hey, Jim. (laughs) Say that. What's up? (laughs) Jim. Such a simple name. I was such Jimmy a bitch. Boy. I apologize for my bitchy ways, Jim. I, w- I wish I'd waited. Sorry. But I mean, I guess I didn't. So you took my virginity. Yeah. So go check out that episode. Thanks. Number six. Jim. Let's talk about sex, baby. I lied. I did not have sex with five guys before. <laughs> oh, I forgot you told that little I did. Lie. I did. I Yeah. Sorry if I sucked. <laughs> I probably did. Anyway. Yeah, and then that's been, like, a consistent pattern. I have always, like, I've been in, like, the restaurant, and I was like, oh, my God, he's so hot. It happened again when I worked at another place. I was like, he's so hot. Like, what? No. He wasn't really that cute, but he, just the chemistry between us was freaking insane. Like, wild. Not chemistry. Yeah. I mean, like, I, I blushed and dropped plates, and, like, I wore corsets to work. Like, I was, like, so into it. Again, like, not a guy I might see in a dating app and be, like, you know, swipe on, like, to meet up. Maybe. He was pretty cute. He was very cute. But not, like, maybe maybe not someone I would have swiped on immediately because he was a bit older than I was. So, like, there are times you meet someone out the old-fashioned way. Well, maybe if people are deleting this dating app, it gets them to go out there and force them to talk to people. I think that, honestly, it was because of COVID that people are so sick of dating apps because that's all we did. Well, we got on dating apps and talked to people. I didn't. I was in a relationship through COVID, so I, I did not feel that yeah. pain. But I've only been on a dating app besides OkCupid because everyone in college was on OkCupid. Like, let's everyone. be real. Let's be real. So true. But I was on a few dating apps like Tinder and Bumble maybe when I was like... My late 20s, and it wasn't even that long. So you were on Bumble and OkCupid? No, I was on OkCupid at that age. Uh, I was on Tinder and Bumble. Okay. But then I probably deleted Tinder because I'm like, the same fucking people. Right. So, and I was like, I hate dating apps. <clears throat> I hate them. I have been on every single dating app. <laughs> well, 
our friend was just talking about another one that I've never heard of. Do you remember the one she mentioned? Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah, the name I was like, I've it. never heard of that dating app before. Yeah, I and mean, there are so many now. But there's a dating app for <clears throat> everything. Yes. There's a dating app for Christians. Christian mingle. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I was I was reading a few articles about like dating apps now. So this one is called Apps Promised a Sexual Revolution, but they have just made dating weird by Rachel Connolly. Um, and the it says a new book suggests that for single people, technology has made dating a strange, isolated experience. So this is interesting. She said, I did my own share of things, which probably ended up being discussed in pubs. Once I was on a second date, I really didn't want to be on with a man I didn't like. And when he said something mildly obnoxious, I latched onto it, picked a fight, and then ran out of the restaurant and off down the street. When he messaged me later for an explanation, I told him I'd done it because I was a feminist, as if that alone sufficed. But I knew deep down the real reason. I did it because I could get away with it. We didn't know anyone in common. Who would he tell? And then I thought this was interesting. Come on. She's talking about a book. Um, The book is called The New Laws of Love, Online Dating, and the Privatization of Intimacy by Marie Bergstrom, a socialist and researcher who works at the National Institute of Demographic Studies in France. And one of her interviewees, a 22-year-old, admits, quote, she won't even match with people on apps who she shares contacts with. Even at the relationship level, I don't know if it's healthy to have so many friends in common, but she says. Another 22-year-old balks at the idea of treating a regular non-dating social media website as a place where you might find a partner. These are people you already know, he exclaims. End quote. And that is from Rachel Connolly at The Guardian um, in her opinion piece, which I will link. But it is so fascinating. Isn't that so weird? Like... It's true, though, because think about, like, there are things that I've done with guys, like, on dating apps. I mean, like, not sexy things. Like, I'm just, like, like, think about Kay. We didn't have anyone in common. So I kind of just, like, like, I explained it, ended it, and then I I blocked and ghosted. We didn't have any friends in common. Who's he going to tell? Think about T. That kind of sucks because you did know him. And, like, I mean, I'm sure you still see him around on Snapchat. And, Mm -hmm. like... We were like all friends and like that does suck. Like I w- I met his mom and his grandparents and his dad and like I, I met his sister and his friends. I went to his job. Like he well, knew I you. Mean, me, I've known him since like third grade. I've known him pretty much all my entire life. Right. That sucks that I introduced you to. I know. It sucks. I Yeah. That still makes me sad. So that, that will like that kind of hits me in the chest because it's like I – did know people he knew and like now there's this like isolation between us and it really sucks and I'm sure his family hates me <laughs> and probably no, people that so. know him eh, probably it's fine he doesn't strike me as a type of person to talk complete shit about you mm, behind your back I, mm, I don't know I think really? he, he was really mad at me when the last time we talked he was very very mad at me I mean you know yeah, yeah. We're not going to get into that because I think he was very justified in his anger and I did handle all of it really wrong. And there was some accountability there because he knew you and he knew your mom and like I knew people he knew. So there is accountability there. Mm -hmm. There's accountability. Like if I decided like when I did date people from work, it gets so sticky. It gets messy. It 
really does. And when you break up, it's awkward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have to see each other all the time. Like, I remember when I was, like, kind of, like, dating this guy at, like, one of the restaurants I worked at. It was, like, on again, off again. And he would get, like, so moody when we weren't, like, together. And, like, I, you know what? I take accountability. I'm a slut. I'm just, no, I'm not really a slut, but I, I do enjoy having fun. Anyway, I'm sure there are people in our mutual circle still who probably hate me again because they're like, dude, you are always fucking with him. And I really don't mean to. I didn't mean to. I've done a lot of work since the last time, like, he and I have talked. But, like, he was one of those guys that I would just, like, go back to, like, as, like, a friends with benefits. Because it's safe. Yeah, but like I it's, shouldn't have done it with him, and I shouldn't have done it with T because like they, I no, suspected there were feelings. And it's comforting and it's yeah familiar. And I have like trauma with, you know, obviously I have sexual trauma. It it just feels better when I know them, when I know the person. But then it just gets sticky. It just gets sticky. It really does. It's so strange to me though, like living in this world where people are like ew i don't want to know like i don't want them to like know anyone in common like ew that's gross i'm like what <laughs> what did we come to it's hard also being in the same friend group with oh, a lot of couples yeah. it's very mm-hmm. hard because you know even though they say we're always going to be friends despite mm-hmm. it one of you is going to get shunned and it's usually yeah. the female because they always feel sorry for the guy why is that I don't know, but that's how it works. Yeah, I mean, after my ex-husband and I, like, got a divorce, like, I really didn't talk to his friend group again. And I felt like I kind of, like, let them, left them to him because I felt so guilty. You know, it did suck. I had known those people for, like, what, almost six years? Yeah, I mean, you're losing a second family. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah, I miss his family. Oh, my God, I love them so much. It's hard. Yeah, you it's you're not just breaking up with that person, you're breaking up if you were like I said, close with their family, mm-hmm. close with their siblings, mm-hmm. their parents, even if they're other friends that they had and you can no longer be friends with. Yeah, that sucks. Like like I said, mentioned before, every time my brother broke up with like his girlfriend, I'd be like, Well, that's me losing a friend. Mm-hmm. You know, because of course I gotta stick to my brother's side. Yeah. Oh, and he's absolutely. Like, Can you not talk to them because that hurts me, and I'm like, I won't. But it's still sad because I'm still losing that person as well. And sometimes they say it's harder to lose a friend than a breakup. I actually, I believe, I be- I believe that. Yeah. I think losing a friend is sometimes worse. Mm-hmm. Is most of the times worse, honestly. It's especially when you know it's good for you. Yeah. To lose that person. Hmm. Because I know you've known friends for a long time that you've had to cut ties with. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I mean, this isn't really what the topic is about, but it's hard when you lose friends because of a relationship, which I almost did. I almost lost a lot of friends um, with one of my relationships. Okay. So this is interesting. Okay. So this is an article called Demise of the Dating App. Why Singles Are Swapping Online Matches for Real-Life Meetings by Lucy Cavendish. And this is also on The Guardian. So I'm just going to read one of her quotes. It says, quote, What I hadn't expected was to find a whole set of people who have had enough of dating apps. Time after time, people I connected with online told me they felt the days of online matchmaking are numbered. 
I was surprised. I'd been led to believe that these apps, of which there are thousands, were the key to finding love. I have now been on and off dating sites, some more than others, and have tried many apps. I haven't even heard some of these. I've done Elite Singles. Never heard of that. Bumble, Tinder, Match, Muddy Matches. That sounds dirty. Yeah. Pure. That also sounds so weird, etc. The naysayers have a point. People are jaded and fed up. No one seems to know what they want, and trying to meet anyone has proved nigh on impossible. Also, no one really knows how to date, what to say, where to meet, or recognize that there's chemistry, so we give up, leaving us baffled and frustrated. So a year on, I can say from my own experience that, yes, dating apps may actually have had their day, end quote. And I'll link all these in the description if you guys want to read the articles. Interesting. Yeah. Well, that kind of like makes me think of me that I never had good luck with relationships on dating apps, but I know a lot of my friends have met on Tinder that are married now, a lot of them. So it's like some people it works for, some it doesn't, but I also think Tinder worked when it first came out. I met my last ex on Facebook dating and I met my boyfriend now on Hinge. You were with me post-divorce, pre last relationship mm-hmm. how many fucking dates did i go on you'd be like so got a date tonight many got dates. A date tonight. so many dates how many second dates did i go on not very many exactly i went on so many dates and i was just like so sick of it and the thing with like my last ex like he messaged me like i think for like literal weeks and I just, like, wasn't really interested. And then I went back and looked at his profile. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, I actually, like, he is interesting. He, he does have a lot to say. So that was, like, it easily could not have happened. I still think that I like the way I met my ex-husband the best. Outside a bar, right? Yeah, it was great. Um, I was walking past Scully's. Columbusites, you know, if you know. And I was wearing a corset. And I was drunk because this was, like, pre-sobriety. And uh, he was like, I like your corset. And I was like, hey! (laughs) And then we ended up like going on one date. His car window got broken into. We had, it was a bit of an awkward date, honestly. And then like reached out maybe like one more time. And then he was dating the girl before my actual relationship. And then I lost 40 pounds and he reached out like a year later and I had like been working on my shit. I got sober. I lost a bunch of weight. I was like, I was like on it. And he reached out and was like, I saw some movie with fairies in it the other day. And I thought of you and I was like, done. (laughs) You just have to mention fairies. Magic word. Literally. If you say, oh yeah, I saw fairies and they reminded you of me or reminded me of you. Done. But he also was like, I don't want to label this. Yeah, I know. I mean, it took us a while and like I had to like grow some balls and stand up for myself and also like take a break, do my own thing. Like I had to be more confident within myself. But like it is like a funny story. We like hooked up on our first date and then we like just like we're like, uh and then we came uh, back and it was like, like, Oh, uh, actually I really like you. So Oh my god, I think I like you. Oh my god, I think I like you. Oh my god, I think I, I like you. I think of that song all the time. I was singing it today on my walk. It was stuck in my head. And I was like, what the fuck? I wasn't even listening to it. Because I, I, um, I have the yoga song. 
Oh, I'm so good at yoga. Yeah, so I uh, listened to that, and then, then I started thinking of the Oh My God, I Think I Like You song. we got to dissect Crazy ex I know, we, we do. Got I love to. that show. We need to just do our tea time TV thing. Yeah, we need to do that. That would be super fun. But, um... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I, I a lot of the times, like, prefer, like, a genuine connection like that. But I don't know. Like, I just feel like I don't get hit on. Like, am I old now? Like, am I just, like, not attractive anymore? I am older than you, bitch. I just feel like I don't get, get hit on. I know. We went to that one bar, but, like, no one was there. I know. The bars were so crowded, but every time we picked the bar, it's, like, no. The universe was, like, no. Yeah, not tonight, bitch, is not tonight. No, I think the universe was like, "Hey, you need to make that full commitment." Yeah, for you need to close that door for this one to open. Yeah, I think that's I fair. I truly believe. I do believe that too. I was getting the vibe. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad we did it. We did. So. We'll do more. It'll be fine. But yeah, I don't know. I like honestly, I would so much like if I were dating again, I would love it if a guy came up to me and was just like, "Hey, you look really beautiful," and I'd be like, "Okay." I love that so much. Or like, hey, like I love your tattoos. Like, where did you get them done? I'd be like, mm-hmm. oh, you know, here and here. Do you have any? Wouldn't make creepy faces like that. Or maybe I would. I don't know. <laughs> meeting in public is so cute, though. Like meeting out, like there, out there in the world. I hate being behind a computer trying to like talk to someone. But before I do this, I just have to say, like, I'm like picturing like what my perfect meeting would be with like a guy. April 25th. No, you know what I mean? Like, like the perfect meet cute. I know. I mean, it'd be so cute if our like dogs like tangled us together. So cinematic. Yes. Right? Yeah. So cinematic. I Um, feel like for me or you, it would be something clumsy. Totally. The romance world is our world. Yeah. Because we're the clumsy, we're the clumsy girls. I wonder what mine would be. I can definitely see you getting grim tangled with his dog. Yeah. I can totally see that. And you're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Giggle, giggle. Or, oh, yeah, literally. Or getting a tattoo. Is your dog okay? What's your dog's name? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Please. Oh, is that a tattoo on your arm? What is that? Yeah. It looks really good, but it's a meme. Where'd you go? What is it about? Literally. Yeah. Literally. Like blinking up my big eyes at him. Tossing the blonde hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guys like my eyes. I think that would hair. be a very good meet cute for you. And then walk away and let him see my butt. Mine, <laughs> mine would probably be like hiking and I fall. Yeah. Like I trip. Yeah. And then the guy comes running. Oh my God, are you okay? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's like, I think I've got like some band-aids or antiseptic. And you're like. Sort of like, okay. With my leg up, help me please. Yeah, I like a man that's prepared. Oh my god, I think I sprained my ankle. Can you, Can carry you walk me, me back? <laughs> Perfect. I like that. Or like, oh, oh, okay, okay. Here's like, it would never happen. But this would be perfect. But you can't say that. Okay, maybe it will happen. But like, I'm dating someone now. Oh, okay. But if in this world, okay, this, this would be so funny. Okay, what if you and I decided to go get like matching tattoos? And they were like... Well, we have, like, two artists with similar style, and they have, like, the same time slot. Do you guys just want to do that? And we're like, yeah! They're best friends. <laughs> and they're hot. <laughs> they ask us out. <laughs> that would be so perfect. Like, mine's, like, like 
like tall and like thin with like a man bun and like like a cigarette behind his ear like that guy and if i see him again that means he's meant to be i'm sorry i'm sorry it is what it is i'm sorry to your boy toy now but that guy was full-on liz type yeah like you could write him in your book yeah so when i was at my last tattoo place getting my tattoos yeah i was in the bathroom yeah and I get out of the bathroom, and this guy is standing there waiting for me, and he was so fucking hot, like like my type hot. And I panicked, and I was like, uh, "Turn the light on for you." <laughs> I kept going. This is how awkward I am. I I understand. I I get so awkward around like. I know, but I wish I would like, like talk about a meet cute. And like yeah. I should have been like my flirty self, but I was like. I but like, when you actually think a guy's hot, it's so hard to be like. And then cute I was and like, I, I'll leave, like let the light on for you. Yeah. And he's like, thanks. But like, how funny would that be though? And like, your tattoo artist, your guy would be like much less skinny. He would have shorter hair, obviously, but just as tatted up. No man bun. No man bun. He'd be a little bit more rugged. Not like mountain men. No. Ruggedness. No. Like, I like my hiking and stuff. Yeah. Some of those guys let their beards get so long. And I'm like, it's I don't like when they get scraggly. It looks so gross. No. I don't like it. I like a clean cut beard. Mm hmm. Same. It's trimmed, taken care of. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not someone that just gave up. Ugh, yeah, I hate it. Ugh. And they're like, well, I use beard oil or whatever. And you're like, it still looks scraggly and gross. I hate it. But anyway, yeah. Ooh! Or, like, at a concert, and it's, like, they're, like, it's, like, a band, and, like, then, like, our eyes, like, meet across the room, and there's, like, chemistry, and it's, like... That's all you. I don't do concerts. Ooh, fuck. I love live music. Like, I don't even care what kind of music it is. I love live music. I've seen... I do like Kay Flay, and I've seen her in concert. I like her a lot. There you go. And I would love to go see ZZ Ward in concert, but... I'll see anyone in concert, pretty much. I just love live music. But anyways. I don't like the crowds of the live music. I don't mind. That's, like, the one time I don't mind crowds. It's, like, in, like... Didn't you crowd surf one time? Yeah. Remember you, like, bragging about, like, a massage pool? You're like, that's what I do. It was so fun. I was so skinny back then. I wasn't even worried about it. People, like, grab you, though? Huh? People grabbing you and stuff? Yeah, a little bit. But, like, nothing, like, too bad. Like, Tony was right there. So it was, like, fine. What's Tony going to do? It's the mom that's got you now. Yeah, I'm like, bye, baby. (laughs) See you never. Yeah, so. Yeah. Rock on the range. That was so fucking fun. I remember that you put pink in your hair and everything. It was great. I still remember these girls coming up to me and being, like, you actually have the body to rock the outfit you're wearing. And I was like, oh my God, thank you. Ooh, that's a compliment. I was so much skinnier back then. I'm not even close to anywhere as skinny as I was when I was 24. Yeah, I remember massage going like this bubbly bitch. Mm. And we were like best friends. Who would have thought? I know. Who would have thought? I wouldn't have thought. But anyway, yeah. I don't know. Like, I mean, the guy I'm dating now, we, we met on Hinge. But but that's okay. Yeah, it's, yeah, it is. It is. It is okay. It's just like. I wasn't really expecting it because the last time I was on the dating apps, like, I was always on there for a while. Like, I think I was on there for, like, at least a few months before I met my last ex. And then, you know, in that crazy year when I lived with you, you know, post-divorce, uh, shit. A great year. <laughs> Besides crazy the Crazy year. By the way, hold on. What? I just want to show you something because it's going to 
What? I'm going to show you. Guys, watch this. The She's anticipation so is killing me. Guess who was looking at my stories? Who? From that year. See? Yeah. Sir, I unfollowed you. He's still looking at your stories and yeah. you unfollowed? Yeah. Today? It's, I'm going to say tonight and today at the same time. He did yesterday, yeah. That means he physically has to look you up. I know. Sir. Listen. He don't stop thinking about you. We had a good time. <laughs> well, no, we actually really didn't. You were kind of a dick. Probably because his fiance isn't as good as you. Listen, I can't help it, okay? I'm sorry to all of you girlfriends so, that are worried about me. Were you me. just like scrolling to see who looked at it and then you're mm -hmm. like, what the? Yeah, because like he always... Like, like it, he would just, like, randomly come up. And, like, when I went through my Facebook purge, like, I deleted him. And then I went through my Instagram purge. Obviously, I deleted him. So, I was like, dude, go away. You know? But whatever. But anyway. Damn. During that time, like, went on so many dates. So, it's, like, never. It's, like, a thing, like, I don't really expect to meet someone on there anymore. Like, you just kind of, like, like, it's, like, a roll of the dice. So, you're, like, I guess we'll see what happens. But, like, I would, like, love to, you know, I'll be the, like, I'm, like, a great wing woman. Not so great at picking up men myself, but a great wing woman, obviously. Demonstrated the other night. Nothing is wrong with meeting on dating apps. And then when no, you ask no. someone, like, hey, how'd you meet? You know, they're always, like, tender. Like, they roll their eyes yeah. out. Or, like, it's a bad thing. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not a bad thing. It's literally how everyone meets these days. But I just, like, think it's going out of style. That's I think it should. No, but I you shouldn't totally be ashamed should. for meeting your significant other on a dating app. No, no, no. So there is a BuzzFeed article because we got to slip a BuzzFeed article in here. Sponsor. Exactly. Here's how online dating has changed according to people who have been doing it for 10 or more years. And this is by Jess Goodwin and BuzzFeed. We would love for you to sponsor us. Thank you. Um, so I'm just going to read like one of the responses that I thought was really well thought out. And I, we were just talking about OkCupid. So I was like, oh my God. So this says number five quote, I tried OkCupid way back in about 2008. It was an absolute mess. Granted, most sites for social connection were still pretty rudimentary. Um, this was when Facebook just started becoming publicly available and MySpace was still going pretty strong. <laughs> I miss MySpace. Oh, I miss MySpace every fucking day. I miss the early 2000s. I do too. I miss it. That's I, why I hate being old, but then I'm like, you know what? I love my 90s, early 2000s. I love the I really 90s. think those were the best times. Totally. And rant, okay. Okay. Um, quote, it was not a fun place to be because it was like trying to navigate an online people market and you kind of just assumed everyone was a 50-year-old creep who was catfishing. When I got out of a serious relationship in 2014, I was floored to see dating apps. Tinder was the one I chose, but I never went on a date with anyone I met. Then later that year, Bumble came out, and it was kind of revolutionary. After that, I gave them a break until 2017. By then, I heard about Hinge. I used them on and off through 2021. The marketplace for people thing hasn't changed, but apps make it easier than actual dating sites to kind of view people as commodities on paper instead of people, because on sites, you have more opportunity to actually write as opposed to just answering prompts to go with pictures. I think it's easier to find people who are already in your extended friend network, which may lead to a better chance for success. I don't know if I ever go back to online dating, though. 
If you meet online and don't get, get together in person within about a week, I feel like chatting creates a false sense of intimacy. If you don't feel the same attraction when you meet in person, that intimacy can be hard to dial back. I've gone on dates after weeks of chatting and their physical presence didn't match what I created in my mind and it definitely threw me. I don't yuck anyone's yum about online dating, but I don't think the change in the environment has made it more appealing for me. And that was by A Heart You or I Heart You. Oh, I Heart You. I do hate that though when you have such texting chemistry. And then when you go on the date, it's like crickets and you're like, it's the worst. I have been on a few dates like that. Or some people have terrible texting chemistry, but then you like in person, you're like, boom. And you're like, I literally almost didn't go out on a date with my boyfriend because he argued with me. Like, I remember that you're like, uh, asshole much. This guy's pretentious. Totally. He said something. I was like, oh, you know, like I, I mostly like mess with poetic prose. And he was like, isn't that an oxymoron? And I was like, (laughs) okay. I like literally got out the definition, like prose poetry. And I was like, here you go. Yeah, I was like, you like oh, screenshot it. I did. And you're like, I did. I asked so much. You're like, I don't think so. Yeah, I was like, like, he was like, Do you still want to go on a date? And I was like, I guess. But you had a good first date, right? We had a great first date. So, like, the texting, like, online, like, I feel like I was kind of like, eh, about him. I was like, ugh. But now that you know his personality, does the texting make sense? Yeah, he can be a little condescending at times. No offense mansplaining shit a little bit condescending in that may in that way the only white males can do yep i know that but unfortunately i am attracted to arrogance which would explain most of my exes because they are all fucking arrogant i'm attracted to arrogance too but i'm also attracted to funny like if you're funny and make me laugh yeah totally but yeah so that's that's like a thing like the online stuff like i guess he was excited to meet me and message me and i was like i was until you were a pretentious dick but it's fine but then we met and we had a really great date and there was butterflies and what chemistry. What did you do again? On our first date? Yeah. We went to North Star. That's right. Okay. I barely ate a fucking bite. Because you were so nervous? Yeah. He told me he like lost a bunch of weight when we started dating because he was like so excited and like falling in love and whatever. And uh, he's like, now I'm chubby. <laughs> I was like, I'm comfortable and chubby. <laughs> That's actually like, adorable. Samesies. It was cute. But the texting and the, and the meeting in person, I'm glad that we actually met in person. Then I was like, yeah. I guess we can still go on the date even though I'm annoyed with you. Because, <laughs> like, now here we are. It's been over a year. There have been, like, other guys. Like, I can remember this other guy. His name was also – I was going to say it. I'm not going to say it. His name was K, just like K. So this isn't K. No, this isn't Crazy K. This is not Crazy K. This is other K. Okay. And we would, like, chat for hours on the phone. We would, like – well, this was, like, before front-facing cameras were a thing. So we would do, like, Skype. But, like, I would have to, like, so, like, sometimes he could see me and sometimes I could see him because he'd have to flip your camera like that so they could see your face. Oh. It was, like, a whole thing back before front-facing cameras were a thing. You you freaking Gen Zers don't know what we went through. But anyway, so, like. I want to trade it. Yeah. But I was so excited to meet him. And I was, like, oh, my God, this is going to be so great. Like, we have so much, like, we love talking. And, like, I said, I talked to him on the phone even. But we met in person and we like kissed and I was like, ew, it's giving ick. It's giving desperate. No, he was, it just, it just wasn't there. That like undefinable thing was not there. Well, sometimes you build it so up in your head totally. and then when you meet them, you're like, oh, well, this ruined it. 
Like how yeah. she said in the article, you talk for so long and you get really excited. And then yeah. when it doesn't go, you're like, man, that sucks. Yeah. And there was this other guy that like I met before I met my last ex. He was so funny and like so attractive, but there just was not chemistry on my side. And maybe not on his either, but I, I feel like I got like the vibe that he wanted to make out. But I was like, mm. I wanted there to be chemistry so bad. I wanted it so bad, but it was not there. Whereas when I met my last ex, it was like fucking fireworks. Ugh. I mean, you can't help who you have chemistry with. Sometimes you just flow really well with people, even though they're not so great for you. I know. And therapy would say that's your wounds that are trying to be healed that you need to heal in order to process and grow. We're going to get all clinical about it. I remember Skyping that with people when Skyping was huge. I would Skype with people like from OkCupid and stuff. Is Skype even around anymore? Um, is it more like, well, now it's like Zoom. Oh, I don't know, girl. It is Zoom. Well, Zoom has Zoom always been around, or is that more of a thing since COVID happened? I obviously don't work at a job where I need Zoom, so I don't know. I feel like it was around before COVID because I remember using it when I worked for She Will Speak. Um, before COVID was a thing, but I don't think it was like as popular basically because yeah. everyone needed it when blew COVID up happened. during COVID. Yeah, I mean, I feel stupid for not knowing, but I've no. never used. I mean, I remember when FaceTime I'm came sure out on Skype phones. is still a thing. MySpace is still a thing, but no one really uses it. So that makes Skype could still be a thing, but no one uses it. Yeah, it's the same thing. It's weird. Now I just feel like you can like FaceTime with like ten different people. So weird. Yeah. And back in the day, you didn't see as many red flags. You know what I mean? You like this guy's hot, even though it's like how you say the red flags were waving. Oh God! And you just like zoop. I hate it. And now it's like anything to do red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag. Like I always see these memes and stuff about like dating in your twenties versus dating in your thirties. And you and I were just talking about it. Like dating in your twenties, you're just like so like. You're like, I don't care. Like, let's just see how this goes. Yeah. That's why I said heartbreak was different in your 20s. Yeah. At least for me. I was like, moved on within two days later. Now it's like, it hits your heart. There were some guys that even in my 20s, like, it really hurt. It hurt so bad. I can think, well, like, I lost my first love and then my second love. And then Jim. I thought, yeah, Jim. <laughs> oh, my God, Jim, I've been pining for you all these years. Come back. Come back. No, don't. I don't even know where you live. Do you even live in Florida? Okay, whatever. If anyone knows who Jim is, <laughs> let me know. What's up, Jim? Say hey. Say I'm a street. Everyone's gonna see him now and be like, I'm Jim. I'm Jim. I'll like know what he looks like still. Like I'll be like, you're not Jim. He had a very specific eye color. It was very pretty. Mm-hmm. It was like this really like pale. Okay, so color. one of the three colors we have now. <laughs> Brown, blue, green. Anyway. <laughs> Okay. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, oh, yeah. So there were some that hit, but on the on the whole, though, it really was just like, mm, okay, well, here's to the next. You know. Yeah. But like, as I've gotten older, men were more really... expendable back. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's like they're far in between. Like, where are you single guys at that aren't married? Yeah. That don't have kids that are. Well, and it just gets you harder because I think you're more mature and you're more aware of like. You have higher standards. Totally. And you're yeah. like, and like also like, even if we don't want kids, like, which I think you and I are still kind of on the fence about, like, right. we feel that like clock ticking. Yeah. So it's like, I, I like, I say this all the time, like, don't waste my time. 
I'm not interested in someone wasting my fucking time. If you're wasting it, like, bye. I'm not interested. And it's going to hurt and it's going to suck. Like, even from, like, like, 28 to, like, 31, even that, like, three years is so different for me. Because, like, I mean, I left my ex-husband when I was 28. And that was so fucking hard. That's, like, a whole thing. And it sucked. And then I just, like, went fucking crazy and had a hoe phase. It was, it was a whole thing. At 31, like, was it 31? Yeah, losing my last ex. Like, leaving him. I felt like I was going to die. Like, I literally thought I was going to die. I Like, heartbreak is, is actually painful. It is People physically die from painful. Heartbreak. Literally. Heartbreak. That's what they die from. It's so, like, I felt like that. Heartbreak syndrome? No. What is it? Let's look it up. Yeah, it's something syndrome where you can literally die from a broken heart. And I felt like a I lot of older heart. people do when their spouse passes away because they're so devastated without Ugh. that person. I thought my mom was going to do that, honestly. I really did. I think she, I, I think if she had gotten sick, she even said that. She's like, if I had gotten sick, I wouldn't have thought. Yes, it's called broken heart, broken heart syndrome, syndrome, and it can lead yeah. to severe short-term heart muscle failure. Yeah. It's usually treatable. Wow. That's depressing. But wow. like I said, I know a lot of old people get it. Yeah. That's so sad. And also scares me. But yeah, it's just, it's different now because it's like, well, I want to settle down and I want to get married and I want to like, you know, go into the forest with like fairy wings and like find prince charming and live happily ever after which like there's gonna be like tangles and vines and twists in the road but like that's what i want like that one person and it is getting harder it feels like i'm not 22 i'm not like bright-eyed 22 bushy-tailed tiny little liz like i'm like i'm voluptuous you're more fierce i'm definitely fiery fierce voluptuous you're a wicked witch I'm Wicked Witch of Westerville, bitch. But still, you know what I mean. But she married Trey because I felt like she fell in love with him after like two days. Mm-hmm. But she probably felt that clock ticking. That's why she married him so fast. Mm-hmm. And then tried to have kids so fast. Yeah. And then she met Harry. Because that's all Charlotte wanted, though. She wanted that like perfect picture, perfect life. But, but I'm digging into my Samantha era and I'm fine with it. I think that everyone has their own what they think is picture perfect totally like for me i would just love someone to travel with yeah someone to share my adventures with if we get married that's great but i want that person to now be like if you want to get married you're the person i'd want to marry yeah but to me that's my picture perfect have dogs go Mm -hmm. travel yeah i don't need a white colored fence and this huge ass house and two and a half kids hell no you know too Mm -hmm. high these stressful jobs like I just would be fine being the nomad and just having that person share the same lifestyle and that's perfect to me I want my cottage and I want someone to be creative with me and like go on journeys with me and also someone that I can just be like a homebody with sometimes and curl up and shut out the world and like make a fort and like write and like play music and just like be in our little hidey hole cave together that sounds pretty fucking perfect to me that sounds wonderful and i do want to get married i mean i think i want to get married like i mean i know i want to get married but i want it to be someone that shares the same values yeah well i mean like i don't even know if i want to like legally married but i would love to have like some sort of like commitment ceremony 
I'm okay with that. Yeah, like, I don't need it to be, like, a legal thing. But, like, I would love to have, like, a ceremony, like, where we, like, pledge to one another. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm, like, the biggest, like, I believe in love and, like, romance. And, like, I believe everyone has a soulmate. But, like, shit, it's hard in this world. Like, sometimes people don't meet their soulmates and it sucks. And I think, like, I don't know. Like, maybe it's because, like, do we settle and that's why we don't find them? Or, like, maybe they settled. Like, I mean, I think everyone has multiple soulmates. So, like, I don't know. But, like, I just, I say this all the time. I wish I was actually a love goddess. I wish I could literally find people and, like, bring them together from all over the world. That would be, like, my perfect job. Give them the best meet cute. I really would, though. People would be like, wow, that sounds like a fairy tale. And I'd be, like, up there, like, you're damn right it does. So there's some, have you heard, like, the story of, like, the firefighter saved this woman and they got married? Like, things like that. Oh, my God. He carried her out of, like, a burning house and then they fell in love and got married. I'm like, that is the most romantic that reminds me of me, girl. Meet cute ever. I love that. Yeah, I don't have a meet cute. I don't have a meet cute. The only meet cute, meet cute I had was like with Tony, and like wasn't really a meet cute as much as like something else. Does it count a meet cute if you meet online first and then meet up in person for the first time? No. Does that count? No. Yeah, it has to randomly happen in like a really like cinematic, cute way. So, I don't know, guys. Do you think online dating is dead? I think I were waiting for a reply. I know. Well, I'm looking at this. Um, I'm just looking at the BuzzFeed article and seeing if I want to read anything else. Okay, so this one's interesting. This is from the BuzzFeed article. Obviously. Duh. So, this says, number 11, I joined OkCupid in 2009 when I was 38. I met up with exactly one guy and we wound up dating for over two years. It was amazingly quick and easy. I was so surprised. So I had high hopes when I went back to the site in 2012, but even by then it had completely changed. No one was messaging back, or if they did, they were scammers, ghosters, or monosyllabic monosyllabic losers. So I tried other sites, Plenty of Fish, Hinge, Tinder, Bumble, Coffee Meets Bagel. While the sites were somewhat different in terms of the kind of men they attracted, ultimately the results were the same. Most people don't respond when there's a match, and if they do, they were probably not a real person. Now I'm 51 and I'm averaging one to two dates a year that don't go anywhere for any variety of reasons. I've also been stood up by a number of, a number of times. I realize this all may partly be a function of where I live, NYC, ages as fuck, but overall, all, overall, it honestly sucks. And that is by Guinevere. I, um, I hear things about uh, Plenty of Fish. I feel like that's the ghetto site. It's so bad. Like, you get, like, the hillbilly people. No offense. It's bad. But you get, like, the really ghetto people on Plenty of Fish. But the thing is, like, and we've talked about this. Like, they're all on every dating site. They're all the same. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, there you are. But, like, I just match with you, like, on the two other dating sites. Uh-huh. It's always the people you match with, too, but you never talk. You always keep matching, yeah. but never talk. I really do think that after COVID... I think people just want to meet in the wild. I think people want to go out. I think people want to, like... They've been cooped up for so long. Yeah, and, like, I think, like, everything changed after COVID. Everything. Even the way work is now is different, you know? Like, what do you mean? Like, Like, for us? Not necessarily for us, but for the rest of the world. Like, people decided, like, they wanted to go remote, and now that's a big thing. People want to work remote. People are realizing that they want to take their vacation days. 
people are realizing that work is not as important as living your fucking life. Quiet quitting. That's like a whole thing. So just the whole culture shift of the entire world, it's just completely changed. Like we're all like shifting from that like boomer era where like it's like work, 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 money, money, money. Now we're all like, why are we working so hard? I know. I tell my mom that millennials are the most screwed generation. We literally are. With she, the most she doesn't screwed. believe me. She said that's not true. Screwed. Do you want to explain to her why? Okay. Yeah. Um, hey, I love you. So no hate to you, but so I actually saw this Instagram. I don't know if I saw, I sent it to you, but this will kind of explain it. And it was saying like some Gen Z or was like, why are millennials so nostalgic about the nineties? And this guy was like, let me explain to you why we are so nostalgic about the nineties. He said, first of all, the nineties is the last time any of us had hope. And I was like, fuck. And he was like, think about it. Like right as soon as the nineties ended, like 2001, 9-11, then we're in war. Then there's a recession. Then there's a housing market crash. Then there's COVID. Then there's what before COVID. Then there's, oh yeah, then Trump got elected. Sorry, I'm just going to say it. Then Trump got elected. Then another, then COVID, then another recession, then an insurrection at the Capitol and another housing market crash is like, eh. And like interest rates rising so high. We got so fucked because we were all told to like go to college and then just like the whole market just like crashed around us right as we were graduating or in college. And now we have mountains and mountains of debts and jobs that aren't paying the debts. We carry around all this nostalgia because like we have seen so many things happen to us. Like we aren't going to be part of the Gen Z generation that's getting a different chance. Like that's getting like, like maybe a little bit of a better tomorrow. They're going to change things. We got real fucked. (laughs) Like, like, I mean, like I, I talked to you, I talked to Erica, I talked to Julie, like we all owe like taxes and like, we're all like so stressed and freaked out about money. Like so many of my friends, I know we live paycheck to paycheck and it's so tough. And like, it's just, it's not the kind of generation where like, if you put, if you put more effort into your work, you will be rewarded because that's just not how it's set up anymore. There's like no point in staying to a job when there's like not any like pensions anymore and retirement, who knows if that's even going to be a thing by the time we get to social security. Well, think about just buying groceries, for example, all the prices are going, going up, but paychecks are not. Groceries have gone up $150, I think. Yeah. $7 for a box of Cheerios. I'm Mm. still bitter about that. That's insane. Yeah. I know. I went to the grocery store today. I got, I'll fucking, I'll tell you what I got. I got. Oh, you tell me. I don't, I don't care. I got lemon loaf bread. Oh, that sounds good. It just looked really good. The little lemon loaf with the icing on top. I, I don't know. I was going to eat cookies and I got those instead. Whatever. It is what it is. <laughs> I got almond milk, um, unsweetened vanilla almond milk because I like to put that in my tea. And then I got this like um, unsweetened coconut creamer, which I also like in my tea. Um, and then what else? Um, oh, cookies for my altar. And then like one other thing. I can't remember. So I got five things. Five things. Five little things. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Oh, I think it was toothpaste. $100. No, it was 50. It's like $10 an item. And the cookies are like eight cookies. Eight cookies. That little, this little fucking container of coconut almond creamer is like six dollars 
Yeah, I know. But it's my favorite, and I love it, and I hate all the other crazy. The chocolate strawberry things I love. I know. They're like $6, and like they they don't even fill the thing. It's not even I that don't... much in there. Like, if you try to eat remotely healthy, it's more expensive. Like, I think these are, like, closer to $4, but Ruffles are more, like, 3 or 2 or something. I know. They're like, eating healthy is not expensive. You do it right. I'm like, it doesn't eating matter. Eating healthy is expensive. I usually try yeah. to buy organic when I can. Yeah. I'm one of those people. Hey, I see a holistic doctor. It's a whole thing. And you just buying, like, organic fruit. It's, like, $5. It's like, so much more expensive. a little thing of raspberries. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. $6, especially in the wintertime. I love fresh fruit because I do my smoothie bowls. That's, like, the first meal I eat every day. And yeah, it's I eat a lot of fresh fruit, too. And I love granola, and I get this yummy coconut granola, and it's, like, $5 a yep. bag. And it's probably, like, just a little bit bigger than this, which is yeah. not big at all. It's expensive. We got so screwed. We watched people literally jumping from flaming buildings. In sixth grade. Well, I was in sixth grade. I was in eighth grade. Yeah. So, yeah, we were in freaking middle school. Do you remember, like, watching people, like, jump? No. And, like, not seeing, like, not understanding what was happening? I didn't understand what was happening, but they didn't show us that in school. Because I think I was in gym class when they said, hey, this is what happened. We're just all going to, like, sit down and do nothing. But they didn't show us what was going on. They wheeled a TV. It was my math class, and they wheeled in a TV, and we all just like stared at the TV crying. So like, yeah, we are the weird because when I finally when I finally got to see it, it was in my math class when she played on the TV, but we but we didn't see anyone jumping though. That was so. It was we got fucked. We got royally fucked. We got fucked by interest rates. We got fucked by the housing market. We got fucked with college loans. We got fucked with the job market. We got fucked with pension and retirement. We got fucked with all these national disasters. We are getting fucked with yet another possible brink of war. Mm-hmm. Like, we're all just, like, out here, like, trying to live life and, like, racking up so much debt. Like, like Lexi or, yeah, I think it was Lexi said something about, like, credit cards and, like, maxing them out. And I was like, YOLO. <laughs> like, what are you going to do? YOLO. That's, like, where, like, so many of my friends and I are. We're like, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I know, like, my brother and my sister-in-law both work for the government, and she was like, you have two employees of the government that can barely afford a house. It's so, it's so bad. I was like, yep, well, this is where we're at. And property taxes are, like, insane. So, like, even if I wanted to buy a house, it's like, can I afford the taxes on the house? So here you I go, Mom. Them. I told you we're the most screwed. Yeah, we really are. And that's, like, not even – that's, like – There's whole articles on it. There's a bunch of – stuff on it whatever that tells you exactly why millennials are the most screwed generation i will say though the one thing that we have over the younger generations is that we did not grow up with a phone in our hands and social media everywhere so i really do feel for them for that because while it like does like give a lot of information it also causes so much like trauma Uh, i feel like suicide rates oh they've gone up like Mm -hmm. so much and don't even I won't get political here, but I watch a lot of political stuff on my Instagram and it makes me cry what certain states are doing. It is literally going to increase the suicidal rates because of what they are doing, what they are banning to trans children. And it just makes me sick. And I don't care. You can fucking unfollow me. I think, didn't Montana, um, not me, the state, I think they banned TikTok. Well, the U.S. government is trying to ban TikTok now. Honestly, they probably should. Yeah, Chinese government sending okay a balloon with... to spy on us and I'm, has all I don't information have on TikTok. So. Well, we we did have TikTok, but you have the TikTok. 
I know, but I don't scroll through TikTok or do any of that. I don't really Instagram's do Instagram's addicting to that. Yeah. It, now Instagram's like on fire with it. They, their reels were not on point for a while. Now they're pretty good. But I watch TikTok when like my sister sends me stuff about Taylor Swift because stuff. Gotta know what's up with my girl. They also have like these TikTok trends that are like people, kids are hurting themselves. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's, it's so messed up. Like mm-hmm. honestly, and just like, can you imagine like having to see influences in your face every day? Like how, like seeing models in the magazines was bad, bad enough. No, but remember being in school, you kind of have your phone, you get in trouble, you get it taken. Like, mm-hmm. my mom's a teacher, and they probably can get sued for taking a kid's phone. Yeah, like, you can't do anything as teachers anymore. They're making it so complicated to be a teacher. I feel bad for the kids. I feel bad for the teachers. Don't get me started on the government. I will say things that get me in trouble, so let's not even go there. <laughs> anarchy. Not really. I don't believe in anarchy. I'm more of a socialist. All right, we're not going political. So... Hope you enjoyed this episode. Can we just like say like the next time you're out and you see someone cute, like just say hi. Yeah. I'll do it. I have no problem doing that. I've seen you do it. Literally all the time. You say it to everyone. Hey, miss. Like if you were with my Girls, like, boys. If I was walking and saw my mailman, you'd be like, hey. Literally all the time. I mean, I, yeah, I do. I don't care. I don't care. If we had been out and that band had like stopped, I would have been like, Nice, nice mustache, nice touch, or something like flirty and silly, mm-hmm. and like walked away because I'm not trying to do anything. I'm just like a flirty person, but I would never do anything. No, but you were like really nice to that bartender. You're like, oh my god, I love your outfit. Oh, she was cute. Yeah. She was cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love to give girls compliments. Yeah, so I would love to see dating apps die. I would love for more people to get out and do things. Yeah. More people meet the old-fashioned way. It's lovely. Like I said, nothing is wrong with meeting on a dating app. And can we just, like, also, before like, we end, I have to, like, get, like, two things out there. One, if you're, like, in your, like, mid-30s going after, like, girls in their young 20s, like, what are you doing? It's a common thing. I know, but I don't like it. You know why? Do you know why? Here's why? my take on it. Because I don't think they can handle us. I don't think they can handle us. As women, we fucking know ourselves. We are fierce and sassy and we know ourselves. And we're not going to, like, take them being like, oh, baby, give me a BJ. I've got blue balls. We'll be like, yeah, okay. That is, like, not. Hey, there are men that love older women. That's fine. Yeah, totally. But I'm just saying, like, I think That makes sense, though. That actually makes sense. I think it's true because, I mean, we're, like hate saying that but like when you're younger you're just easier to mold you know like well, you're like you're so young and you know yeah. impressionable and yeah I think about lots of guys that like kind of were way too old for me but like and I like bent over backwards for them I know like so you think about those men too you're like Ugh. I know like, now chills, like, yeah and also like I kept seeing this theme too like I, I saw it in one of the articles I can't remember what which but some woman basically told this guy on like tinder or something she's like i literally just want a one night stand and he was like i was so taken aback and like disgusted and it's like like fuck like listen like i'm like very proud of my bj skills do you think i got that easily you're a prude i'm like such a prude (laughs) bitch you don't know what this mouth do what's the second thing Oh, I that kind of like tied into it. Like, okay. I, I don't like how men like use women's like sexual partners. It was like, ew, gross. She's had like sex with more men. Because they're jealous. 
it's yeah it's like a also it's just it's also so a lot dumb. easier let's just be real for women to be able to get sex and men like it's, it is what it is i like i think i even said that to like the, my like my boyfriend like i think i was like i was like it's just like easier for girls to get sex like, if i wanted to i could have sex yeah a girl goes out one night a guy goes out one night who do you think is a better chance the girl 100 percent. yeah like it may not be like the most like sexy, hot, attractive, funny, wonderful guy, but if your standards are low, smorgasbord. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's easier for a woman. I hate myself that I didn't do a new girl episode, so I'm gonna do it tonight. Um. So there's a. Did you see the one with Jessica Beale in it? Girl, I have to go back and watch. Well, it. there's one with Jessica Beale, and Jessica Beale and Jess are fighting over the same like hot guy at a wedding, basically. And, like, at the end, like, Jessica Biel goes and she's like, well, here's my plan B. And it's this, like, nerdy, like, guy. And she's like, I always have a plan B. She's like, you know, take me home. And he's like, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. And he's just been, like, waiting for her, like, all night in case she, like, gave him a chance to be, like, her plan B. But, like, it's accurate. Like. You always have a plan B. You can. Mm -hmm. Like, like, I'm sure I could go on my phone. I can think of guys now I can text. Oh, I can too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The only one I'd like want to text is the one like I really cannot text, which like really sucks, but whatever. I don't know who you're talking about. So I just think there's stupid standards between men and women, how men, they, I feel like get away with marks. They're like, oh, it's just a guy being a guy. But I'm like, it's really not appropriate for you to just send a dick pic to Gross. me. But if I send you my vagina, oh, they're gonna love it. They might be taken aback. Ugh. They'll okay. They'll love it. Like they'll love it as like, oh, I can like, I can like fuck this girl, but like, I can't like marry this girl. But like for a one night, like yeah, yeah. which is so stupid. Like who cares? I'm not gonna say his name, but I'm gonna call him out. Mm -hmm. He said that there's woman you fuck and woman you marry, and they can't be both. I. Got so mad about that. I was I know, ranting I about it for days. It. I'm so mad at that. I hate it. that. That's disgusting. I am both, bitch. He's also a man that's cheated on his girlfriend. Exactly. Go figure. Why? Because she's inexperienced and young. Yep. Lost her virginity. I cannot even. But yeah, I mean, like, I am, like, I can be cute and I can, like, dress up in, like, a nice little, like, a-line 50s dress with like my red lipstick and my pretty smile and my hair all back and like look really cute i can cook you like something i can make you cookies like i can be the wife and then i can turn around and i can say some naughty ass shit in your ear and we can do it i am both embrace it embrace both of that both of those dichotomies are one we are one we are all the same we are wifeys and horse and i really don't like that word we're just both that is okay. But listen, I'm leaving everyone with homework this week. Listeners, your homework this week is to approach someone in the wild and compliment them. And then email us. And then let us know how it went. Yeah, DM us or email us. Yeah, I like that. That's your homework, guys. We'll be waiting. Okay, I think that wraps us up. Yeah, but if you also need us to be like, hey, I was listening to this podcast that told me to do this. So if you need like a little background encouragement, just say that. Yeah. Oh my God. FaceTime us as you're doing it. And I will, <laughs> I will 100%. You know, actually, if you FaceTime me, I will compliment whoever you're looking at. I swear to God, I will. DM me.
I'll do it. I'll do it. Do it. I'm so now I want this. <laughs> then I want DM or Instagram. I need that. Okay. Anyway, if you're afraid to compliment, just uh, FaceTime bitches don't brunch uh, Instagram, and I will pick up and we'll talk. It'll be great. But that's your homework for this week, and I want to know everything. I like it. I, I like, like it a lot. Yep. Maybe we should start giving our listeners homework. I know we should. Let's see how this one does. Yeah, we'll see if you guys actually do it. I'm not so great at the other homework, but maybe I'll listen to this one. Can't wait. Um, as always, guys, uh, we are at Bitches Don't Brunch on TikTok, Instagram. Um, it's Bitches Don't Brunch podcast on Facebook, but without the I, so bitches don't brunch. <laughs> we post weird news stories every day now. Um, our email is podcast at gmail.com. If you want to find us, we're the most active on Instagram. And just so you know, I, Liz, run the Instagram. So, hello. Montana is a deer. It edits everything. So, I do the Instagram because here I am. Um, you can follow Montana at mbigsky. You can follow me, Liz, at spellbellperiodpoet. And uh, yeah. also join us on Patreon. I call them mini episodes. They're basically podcasts. Just you actually see us in the video talking and bitching and saying our facial expressions and we spill some tea we we get i feel like we get a little more personal on there we get very personal like today with some naughty questions but i just slipped in there yeah <laughs> don't listen to that one Mom. i didn't even like question you when you asked it and then you're like i just like that was me i'm like what i was like i answered that for no reason i know this is great so please go on Patreon, Bitches Don't Brunch. We would love to have you there. Join the family. We'll have a Discord yeah. soon, hopefully through Facebook, I believe. Do you want to do a, like, not Discord, but through Facebook? We like- do have a group on Facebook where we can, we're talking about, but I guess there's also, like, um. well, I know another podcast says on Patreon, you can actually have, like, like calls with the listeners, like, live, which oh. would be kind of cool. Yeah. We should do that. So we'll look into that. I think that'd be really interesting. That'd to be do. fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Patreon members. And if you guys have any topics or anything, anything you want to hear, like Montana could talk about like marathon training or the Appalachian Trail or her travels. Liz could talk about alcoholism, bipolar disorder. Being a low key drug dealer. Yeah. Back in my back in my youth. Not really. Not really. I was a middleman. Or if you want another massage episode. I hate that. I'm so tired. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just like, I want to like get away from massage. I know. So bad. There's so many like stories. I, I don't tell. even want to talk about it though. I'm just like, oh no. All right, I'll put that part out. But anyway, they can keep it in. I don't care if people know I don't want to talk about massage. <laughs> but yeah, we are open to any and all episodes or if you want more reels um or you want to see our dogs or like whatever like we're here for you so just let us know what you want to see and uh catch you on the flip side i'll see you on the next one bye bye